the legend. Super pumped to have him on here. Um, you know, we were just chilling, just talking about this crazy time. So, uh, Reggie, thanks so much, man. And uh, how you doing, bro? I'm blessed, man. Too blessed to be stressed out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Love it. I love that, man. I love that. Um, yeah, so I guess to start off, um, you know, love to learn how you grew a passion for the game of basketball, man, and, and how you got started. And it just really just, um, I think it was just enemy, genetically, you know, and just growing up in my environment, you know, just um, having a basketball court next to, you know, the apartments where I grew up at, you know. So, you know, my uncles didn't play basketball and stuff, you know, so, you know, so I was never a person that stayed in the house. I'm always was an outdoor person. So a lot of times right. outdoor, you know what I'm saying? You get into things and stuff like that, you know, and sports was a, a big factor in that. So it was just in me from day one, just hooping and stuff, you know, playing yeah. in the neighborhood and stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, I mean, I saw you, so you attended uh, Coffeyville Community College, man, uh, which was in Kansas. Um, you played there for two years. You went to the University of Iowa. Um, and then you just killed it from there. I mean, you led the nation in free throws, attempted free throws made. You got some double doubles, of course. Uh, you led the Big Ten Conference in rebounding. Uh, you were the Big Ten Tournament MVP, second team All Big Ten in 2002, honorable mention All American in 2001. Uh, I mean, did you ever think you, you know those achievements would you know be where they are just within a short period of time? Like. Did you ever think, you know, growing up, like, you know, you'd go from community college to, to being a huge presence in Division One basketball? You know, it's, it's a certain, certain, certain stage in my life, you know, as times went on, you know, that when I started to notice it, you know, as in uh, me being in high school. I kind of knew going into high school, I knew I could go to junior college because I just knew I just was not going to put the effort into, you know, the grades. You know, I was just more just focused on going to school just for the um, – you know, sports, really, right. you know, so, um, so pretty much when I did get done with high school, you know, my drive just went to a whole nother level because I used to just watch a lot of, um, you know, a lot of magazines, a lot of um, slam magazines and different things like that, top magazines in your region. And I used to get a lot of write-up with a lot of players, get a lot of write-ups and stuff like that. You know, I was not getting no write-up, but it was motivation for me and stuff. Because, you know, back then, you know, we didn't have social media like we had social media now. Right. You know, on social media now and just type in a name, you see who you need to see. Whereas in back then, you had to read magazines. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of stay on, um, you know, relevant to what's going on. So those things motivate me. And um, my drive, my work ethic just went to another level going into college and stuff like that, you know. So yeah. third phase is where my mind just started changing, you know. So like I say, you know, coming to high school, going into junior college, I was like, yeah, I got to go D1. Then by the time I did get to D1, um, by the time I did get into junior college, I was already kind of thinking about the NBA and stuff because mine just started to think big, start to elevate big, and my and my work ethic matched my mind. Yeah. You know, mine wanted to go, and my work ethic just is all match. It all went hand to hand. So, right. So you know, so everything just started to change. You know, in different phases of my life. And, you know, and um, pretty much that that drive just it just stayed there, it never went nowhere. And the drive it's still there to this day. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, that's a crazy story, man. Like major props. Uh, you know, did you, you know, talk about like, you know, maybe your support system during that pretty crazy time? Like, you know, I'm I'm assuming you obviously had a great foundation, but I'm 
I'm sure you also, you know, heard some negative voices here and there. So how, how did you, you know, stay in your lane and, and just stay focused during that pretty crazy time? Well, you know, um, you know, during that time, you know, I used to have those people doubting that I wouldn't make it. You, know, but you hear things, um, you know, once, once again, you know, you didn't have social media where you could just right. hear, hear and see so many stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I really just try to block a lot of them people's out, but at the same time, use them as motivation. But, and at the same time, whenever I did make it, I never rubbed it in nobody's face. You know, I kept humble. You know, kept humble about it and stuff like that. You know, but at the same time, uh, I knew how to handle myself with the people that was talking negative about it, and so I just knew how to handle myself accordingly. And um, you know, whenever I was around, you know, people who doubted me and stuff like that, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was just, you know, I I needed it to be honest with you. I needed that that edge. You know, what I'm saying I needed that that doubt. You know, what I'm saying that they they keep that fire. You know, what I'm saying to keep that motivation, that fuel. You know. Yeah. No. It was good. It was good for me yeah. to hear doubters. You know what I'm saying. So it benefit. It benefited me. You know what I'm saying. Mm. It. You know, what I'm saying? I never fold. You know, see, so not mm. people just fold going to, a, right. you know, going a little dark, dark room, a dark cave, and just kind of just camp out. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah. Me, nah, I never. I, nah, I faced the head off, um, head on. You know, mm. all my universities, all my haters, and stuff like that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. It, it, it's pretty incredible, man. You know, like you made the NBA and you know, started out in community college and, you know, you definitely have that grit, man. And you're definitely known for that and you killed it. Um, you know, I mean, talk about, I mean, you mentioned briefly how, you know, you went to the NBA, um, you know, you went undrafted, but you, you probably had so much in your you know mindset of like, you know, I still have so much to prove, right? Like, you know, you talk about staying humble and keep working, you know, did you still feel like, all right, man, like I still got to prove these doubters wrong, right? Going undrafted and, and making that presence in the NBA. I mean, maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, every year you got something to prove because in the NBA is different. It's business now, you know, college. You know, it's not what you say is it's business. So you got to make sure um, – Stay on your anchor. You can't get too comfortable in the league. You never can get too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Cause you don't know who watching. So you gotta always stay grinding. You know, me coming three hours before the game, me coming, make sure I lift weights before practice, get shots up before practice, get shots up after practice. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's, it's never a dull time, you know, and um and, and, and you gotta always stay stay on it. Yeah. You know, you gotta be mentally strong. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because being, being elite, 90 percent mental and physical. Once you overcome the mental part, you're good. You know, so so you know, every year is every year, you know what I'm saying, you always have something to prove. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. make wanna prove that you can continue to stay here. Cause right. once you get one right. once you know what I'm saying, once you get one deal, it's like you you yesterday you prepared for that deal that you just got. Mm-hmm. Now you prepare for the next deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, right. yeah. now you got to start preparing for the next. So you can't really get too comfortable and stuff because you don't know. You know they got scouts going to recruit younger kids. And, you know younger, younger and kids that's coming up. You know they go where it's trained for different different peoples and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, so you can never, never get too comfortable. You gotta always have that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. All the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's interesting, man, because like, you know, as a fan, there's always this sense of like, oh, once you make the NBA, like you're set, right? And it's like, I love what you just said because it really just proves like it's a constant grind to stay in the league and be consistent. So um no, I think that's something as a fan, like, you know, we don't really see, you know, we don't really experience, you know, you know, what the players actually go through. So I appreciate you uh, capitalizing on that. Um, you know, maybe, maybe talk about, you know, you know, so you, you signed with the Seattle Super Top Sonics, um, you know, talk about like, you know, going into that meeting and, and finding out, you know, you, you just got signed, you know, you signed with them. You know, t- talk about, like, what's going on in your head. Because I know you said you got to keep grinding, but you must have been super pumped about that. And, and you know, maybe talk about, you know, the, that, those first couple days in the locker room. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I had to go to veteran camp, you know what I'm saying? So pretty much, I was just – my only thing, I just I just spoke to people, and that was it. You know, I really wanted to make friends, friends and stuff. I want you to, you know, like, you know, be all in this person's face. You know, um, you know, because I didn't get drafted. You know, so you know, we had Gary Payton, all these guys on the team. You know, out of respect, I just, you know, what's up? And just keep it moving. You know, what I'm saying, go put on my practice uniform, go out there on this court, because I know that once I step on this court, I'm not trying to be nobody's friends. So it didn't really matter who you was. You know, how many years you've been in the league, it just didn't matter. You was in my way. You were in my way. You know, so I don't want you to get to the point where, like, I thought we was cool, you know what I'm saying, if I was to bow you on your face or whatever, you know what I'm saying, yeah, grab yeah. you, you know what I'm You know, it's like, it, 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 it's, you know, it's, it's time to eat, you know mm-hmm. So that was my mindset going into the whole Seattle, you know, but over time it, it changed, you know, to where I'm like, okay, cool, I got to build a friendship. But, but to get in the door, no, nah, I wasn't trying to, you know, be cool with nobody, yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. You know, I was on the grind. You know, but like I say, over time when I first made that first cut, that when I started to loosen up a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You know, that when I up a little bit, and that when you know started getting to know everybody, and everybody, you know, me, but Brian still stayed the same. approach to practice the game, all that still stayed the same and stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. So, do you feel like you know, because in 2006 you joined the Nuggets. Um, do you feel like your time with like this uh, in Seattle helped you prepare you, you know, mentally to play with guys like, you know, AI and Melo and Kenya Martin, you know, ha- maybe talk about that transition for you, you know, um, you know, stepping up with, you know, with, with those names as well and, and playing with them. Um, you know, do you feel like Seattle helped you mature almost? Seattle was the best thing for my career. Mm. You know, had great role models. I had great OGs that, was able to learn from, and uh, they taught me how to be a professional on and off the court. As an incoming, as an incoming rookie, you you want your child, you want your player to always be in a great, great um environment with some veterans that can really lead them and tell them the right or wrong things. And don't be out late, don't be going to the club all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like don't be messing around with chicks all the time. You know what I'm saying? So. I had some of them real good veterans, so I was blessed enough to have that. So when I when I did get traded, you know, when I go into a different environment, I could pretty much handle it. You know, where every every 
every organization is not going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have different, different environment. And um, and the atmosphere will be different. You know what I'm saying? So by me able to be around them type of guys, it was able. I was able to stay focused and stay on the prize whenever I went to another organization and stuff like that. Knowing it was not the same at Seattle. Yeah. So so were you were you excited about that move to Denver? You know, playing with those names and you know, um, were you were you kind of like, damn, like I kind of like Seattle. You know, you were kind of. Um, I'm not gonna say I was excited because you know what I'm saying because you know I had to build a relationship with my guys in Seattle, mm. but I, it was business. Mm. You know, um, <laughs> you know I understand it's a business, so nothing I can do about it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna sit up here. I was just oh kumbaya, yeah, yeah, yeah. popping champagne like I'm just so happy. Nah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. It could have been Michael Jordan on the team. You know with the Denver Nuggets team, it wouldn't matter, you know. My friendship, my relationship with my teammates was, you know, it was real, it was deep. So I didn't want to leave Seattle. Yeah, but yeah. I was bitter at Seattle, you know what I'm saying? I understood it was a business. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't going crazy that I was, you know, I was yeah. going to, yeah. yeah. But I didn't get me wrong, I liked the Denver, I loved Denver. It was cool, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, was there, um, you know, talk about like the team chemistry of those guys, like playing with, you know, Melo, AI, you know, Kenyon. Was it, was it, you know, talk about like that, the relationship with between that core, like were Melo and AI friends? Like were you and Kenyon friends? I mean, you know, or like were you guys tight, like in that locker room? I mean, was there anything that stood out to you? Yeah, yeah. The, um, the respect factor was there, you know what I'm saying? You know, so. You know, once we get on the bus, you know, we clowning. When we get on the plane, we clowning. You know what I'm saying? Our radio playing, you know what I'm saying? You got a bunch of dudes that's cool as hell. You know what I'm saying? We had a, we had a good time together. You know what I'm saying? So, so when AI came to the team, everything was love. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. It was cool. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was lit. Not only what you want, no bad blood, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, and I'm not gonna sit up and say we got the best chemistry because of like, I don't want to say we had the best chemistry because you know Nene be hurt one minute, you know Kenya be down one, minute, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, you know Andre Miller was there, you know what I'm saying? One hundred, you know what I'm saying? But you know you had different guys just in and out, you know, Melo, you know, and Jr. got into the situation, whole fight, you know what I'm saying? So we had a lot of inconsistent, as in you know. Either I hurt, suspended, you know You know, we made the best out of we could with chemistry that we did have and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that, man. I feel that. So, I mean, um, you know, in 2007, you played with Philly, right? Um, and, and, you know, that, that must have been a pretty pretty hyped up uh, time for you as well. I mean, I remember they were cheering Reggie, Reggie, like game three of playoffs. I mean, uh, talk about that time in Philly and, and – um, you know, how your time there sort of compared to, to previous times. And, I mean, you played yeah. with Biggie, you played with Corver. I mean, some cool. Yeah, no, Philly was cool. Philly was cool. I didn't even want to go to Philly when I um, <laughs> it did, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, you, like I say, once once again, you kind of come with friends and stuff, you know, to the point where it's like, you know, you don't be want to move. But I embraced it. You know, I embraced it 100%. And um, Philly ended up being like – Philly was fun, man. That was a great time, man. I had a great um, court uh, teammates, you know, Lou Will, Iguodala Thag, you know, Sam Dollarbird, um, you know, Willie Green, 
you know, man, you know, Mo Chiefs, man, we had we had two great years there, you know, and 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 I, you know, I cherish that that feeling moment. The city was good. The city was on point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. yeah, man. I feel right. I feel yeah, man. And, and um, and also too, you know, love schools there. You know what I'm saying? You know, great school for our, you know, our daughter. You know, got good academic school and stuff like that. So you know, I hate. I to be honest with you, I miss, it, but I hate the fact that I had to leave Philadelphia on the um on the strength of just the school. The school was just, you know, it was a one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet, man. So was that was that a tough transition for you and your family to you know move to Toronto? You know, sort of a different atmosphere. Was that? Um, it, it is what it is. Make it happen. We uses, you know, what I'm saying we. Make it happen. That, that's 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 our that's us. We just make it happen. You know, we make them adjustments. Do what we got to do. Just keep it moving and stuff. You know, so you know the transition be smooth. You know, what I'm saying Toronto, they help out do their part and stuff like that. And for like me and my wife and my at the time my two my two girls. You know, what I'm saying like you know you got two girls. You got me. You got my wife. You know, what I'm saying we don't make no excuses. We just do what we got to do. Absolutely. You know, um, pack up, put them on the plane, and go. You know. What I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, we go with it. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> so absolutely. You, don't, you don't sit around and, 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 and nothing like, oh, it's just so much on the phone. Nah, we don't do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We just have them. You know what I'm saying? So, me, leave family and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, don't have time to be pounding all this stuff, all this stuff. But no, you know, this what this what I dream to be in the league, be in the NBA. And guess what? Yeah. Part a part of the dream. This is a part of it. You know, yeah. it'd be a lot worse. You know, see, we like we could could have been overseas. Mm. Yeah, but I'm in. I'm. 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 You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, what I'm saying, so, hey, you know, just make the transaction, get an apartment, get a condo, whatever. You know, what I'm saying, I put the kids in school, find the right school. You know, um, get used to their teammates and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, it was different moving out there. Um, coach, but Toronto got great nightlife. Toronto got great restaurants. Toronto got great people. You know, the crime rate not not as high. You know, what I'm saying I don't yeah. think I just hate cold weather. Other Toronto first class, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro, absolutely. Um, you know, you also played um in L.A. with the Clippers too. And you know, it's funny we uh we talked with uh. Ryan Hollins too, and he was talking about his time in LA, and he said he loved it, man. And and it's pretty cool. I got to talk to you as well because you know you, you were teammates with Ryan, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, did, you know, did you enjoy it? Enjoy it there? And you know, were, were you and Hollins tight? Yeah, we were, man. Yeah. Um, um, my time in um <laughs> the Clippers was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, man. I had a good time, man. You know, I had a lockout year. You know, saying play with some good players and stuff. Me and Kmart play together again. Um, you know, playing with the legendary um, playing with the legendary Chris Paul, Blake, you know, all them guys, DeAndre, you know, it was it was cool, man. I had a good time in LA and stuff, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, so it was great being teammates with um with Ryan. Um, you know, we were teammates in Central uh, Kings and stuff. So, you know, um Ryan worked hard. Um, he, he lead by examples. Um, it's great, you know, he's a great, uh, on the court, you know, leader, real vocal in practice. Energy is great. Um, 
on the court, you know, even when he wasn't playing, you see him up, making sure he's um, staying and tuned into the game. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you really can't ask for nobody no more. You know, yeah. first, first class, a true professional. Mm, what more yeah. can you know what I'm saying? So, absolutely. Brought up in the grace of the UCLA Bruins, you know what I'm saying? So, he got a good pedigree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, with the Clippers, too, I mean, what, what was that like playing with Paul and Blake? Like, was that, um, you know, because, you know, obviously, like, there were super high expectations, you know, playing in LA and that kind of market. Like, you know, what, what was it like playing with that team? And, you know, how, how was the team chemistry there? Like, was that fun or? Yeah, it was real fun, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. to be a part of. You know, I was kind of like in the beginning stage of, you know, I'm not going to say too beginning of the stage of uh, DeAndre and Blake, but, you know, kind of that when DJ like took off, you know what I'm saying? So he had some great guys like myself and, um, you know, came more to where he, he can – Within that year, you know, right. and manage to see what we doing and how we doing it, right. and, and you know, cause like next year he just took off, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? Absolutely. He took, so you know, cause you know that first year we was there with them, you know, that was their first time in the playoffs, you know. It was a, it was a definitely like a culture shock, you know. We, we got them real good around. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was fun playing with them guys, man. You know, yeah. it's crazy because when you're having fun, go by real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, did, did you wish you sort of stayed there in L.A.? Because then after you went to Brooklyn, right? So, like um, – Yes. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. Stay. But once again, you know, um, I can't make a reassignment, you know. So, right. right. I definitely 110% won, but I understood, you know, um, Vinadel Negro want to go a different route with um, with Terry off and Ryan Hollins. You know, they, you know, he want to he want to move on from me and Kmart. You know, we got real strong personalities and stuff like that. They, they made a mistake, bro. They made a mistake. <laughs> we got you know, all day. <laughs> so that's who they wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. You know, which is a business. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You like, you like what you like, you know? So, hey. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, talk, I mean, with the Nets, like, you know, with doc, like that atmosphere, like, because KG, Pierce, like that big trade happened, like, you know, sort of like a totally new team, right? Because, like, they just moved to Brooklyn. It was sort of like a start fresh mode. Like, you know, you're playing with D. Will. Um, you know, what was – what was, you know, because you were with the team, like, the, uh, in 2012, right, and, and right before the 2013 season, you know, they, they make that huge trade with the Celtics. Uh, was there – talk about the energy after that trade and, like, you know, you know, the, you know how KG and, and, and Pierce sort of molded in. Uh, I mean, with, well, talk about – it made the trade. It was kind of pretty much it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You hate to see your guys go from the year before, you know, you know, people like Jerry Wallace and all that type of stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? But it was kind of like, all right, close that chapter, open this new chapter up, you know, and let's go make the best out of it. And 
you know, we got to re we re revamp everything, you know, yeah. trade, brought Jake kid in, you know, so we revamp everything, you know, yeah. so, yeah. I mean, did, did the uh, your time in the Nets, like, compare to the time in L.A., like, you know, like, you, you play with some, you and yourself and, like, some other great players, like, um, you know, like the expectations were there from both teams. Like, did you feel like, um, you know, you enjoyed the time with your the Nets and playing with guys like Pierce and KG? And, you know, I mean, was there any anything that stood out for you there or not? Um, they just had good work ethic, you know. Yeah. At the age they was, I thought they had great work ethic. I thought they had great professionalism. You know, early, super early, you know, to practice game, you know what I'm saying? They was, you know what I'm saying? They constantly working out, you know. So, um, it was a short lived, you know, what I'm saying? Uh, they brought a new guy, you know, they brought them in, then I eventually got traded, you know what I'm saying? So, I wasn't able to keep the whole full season, but at the time, I took advantage of um, every opportunity to be around them guys, you know what I'm saying? No matter if we're coming, no matter what we, you know, doing something on the court, no matter if we was in practice game, you know what I'm saying? So I made sure, you know, I had all ears when that time came for us to communicate and talk like that. Yeah. You know? It was cool, man. Yeah. I just, no, I, absolutely, man. I mean I so fast though. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. Like you kill you killed it with them, man. I mean you were you had uh you know they get that game against the Blazers. I remember watching that. I was like Yo, how did he get all these rebounds, bro? I was like, what? You had like twenty six that game. I was like, sheesh, this is dope. Like, I I remember I was watching that with my buddies. I was like, man, this guy's a beast. Um, yeah, that that was insane, man. Um, you know that game against Portland, twenty two points, twenty six rebounds. Um, you know it, what was? I mean, what was your initial reaction that night? Like, you must have been like, yo, let's go, man. Like, you were grabbing those boards everywhere. I'm trying to get thirty rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get thirty. That's what I was trying to do. I want to get in the thirty point, thirty rebound club. Yeah. PJ, yeah. Thirty. I just want to be in that club, you know, with Moses Malone. I know Kevin Love had got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've you know, been knocking at the door. It's just a matter of just the coaches getting me the, you know, you know, you know. Let me play. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. You know, you know, like one time I had 17 rebounds when I was a rookie, mm. but I, but I played 17 minutes. Mm. You know what I'm so yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. so you know, right, knocking that door. So that's a yeah. huge house to accomplish. You know, you get a 30, 30 rebound club. So I tried my best to push, didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you should have been like, yo, keep me in, bro. Keep me in. I gotta get that thirty. I mean, what what was your reaction when you when you were going to the bench? Where you're like, come on, just a few more minutes, man. I gotta get thirty. I gotta get thirty. And he was like, he wasn't about it. Um, I ain't made no big, I ain't made no big fuss about it. But it was yeah. just on my mind. Damn, I wanted yeah. to get it. Didn't dwell on it tough, you know. Saying because we did get the win, you know. what I'm Saying so. Sometimes when you win, it still kind of overshadow all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laughing and kicking and getting flew way to Portland, you know what I'm saying? We waved from New York, you know what I'm saying? So we was happy, man, just even – we were just happy as hell to get the win that day, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that was that was awesome, man. That was awesome. 
Hey, you're you're like you're like in my opinion, you're you're like the best rebounder of my generation, bro. Cause I was like, I was watching you growing up and I was like, yo, who is this guy? Like getting all these boards, like, man, respect, bro. Like insane. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe uh so I mean you played in the NBA the NBA, obviously, and you also played in the big three. Um, we also talked with uh Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Uh, you know, he he's our guy, bro. So um you know, maybe maybe talk about um, you know playing in college NBA versus the big three, and then I guess to sort of wrap it up, if you could give us like your ultimate starting five throughout the course of your career, what team would you build? Um, could be from college NBA, big three, whoever, man, whoever. Who would be my five? Jordan. All right. Um, For, like it, with your teammates and stuff, like based off you, who you play with. Who would be my five with the people who I play with? Yeah, who you played with in college, oh, NBA, yeah. and the big three. It could be any of any of your teammates in their. Um, you know, who who would you pick? Um, I gotta I gotta go with um. With, with um, I go with with Ray Allen. Um, gotta go with 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 Um, Mellow. <laughs> um. Hey, Rashad Mellow. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with, um, go with, ooh, this could be, I, I love this dude in his prime. I think I'm going to go with, um, Iguodala. Iguodala. Who, who's the guy you said before, Iggy? Sorry, you broke up a little bit. Um, I think I said, um, Ray Lewis. Yep. Um, Carmelo Anthony. Um, Iguodala. The one thing I like about Iguodala, I can put him at the point. Ooh, true, bro. True. You know what I'm saying? So, because I would have loved to put Andre Miller in. Mm. Yeah. But Iguodala, he'll still make sure everybody get the ball. Mm. I probably had to put. I probably had to put um at my five. I may have to go with um. May have to go with Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Okay. Sweet. Bro. Sweet. Five. Cause that's give me Rashad can post up. Chris can post up. Melo can post up. I, they can shoot. They can spray. They can space the flow. All of them can pretty much space the floor. I can have Iguodala pretty much run the point. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, bro. I feel that. I mean, and, and you're out, you're playing in the big three right now, so, I mean, how, how does that compare to the NBA? I mean, is it cool playing with, you know, some people that you played with in the past? I mean, that, that must be pretty cool. Well, you know, it's two different comparisons, but you're actually playing three on three. I will play. 
two different things, but at the same time, it's a uh, big three. It's a movement, man. Move like everybody got to take notice and take heed to it, you know. So um, it's here to stay, and I think it'll be big for like to be honest with you. It's gonna be so big for like even like you got a lot of great players that's overseas. They can come over here and play in the big three and still able to go back overseas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So big three can make you back relevant again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now only that, you got guys on you know, who's borderline, you know, you can go you can play in the big three to stay, you know what I'm saying? You are a younger guy, you just you know what I'm saying, like it just so much benefit to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you're older, just imagine you played in the league for 12, 15, 14 years, you done playing. And if yeah. you, you can come play this half court yeah. game and still stay relevant. So it's like it's just so much of a win win for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I got nothing but great things. I support it big time. I'm going to support it even when I'm playing or not playing. I'm still going to support it. Um, yeah. You know what I mean by support it? Going to the game, um, posting about it on social media, you know. Um, I think it's a great, I think it's a great thing and for a lot of kids in the future and stuff like that, you know, yeah. to be a part of, you know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, hey, man, I don't want to keep you too much longer. So, I, I, hey, I, I appreciate you uh, taking the time, man. I know it's kind of out of nowhere. Um, you're killing it, bro. Got our support. If there's anything we could do for you, man, let us, let us know. Prayers to you and your fam and, uh, yeah, man, keep killing it. Keep killing it. We're ready. Well, man, you take care, man. All right, appreciate it, bro. Stay in touch. Have a good one.